Okay, how y'all doing today? I hope you're doing good. Cue that music. Here it comes in the background. I just love this part of the podcast every week. We do this, and I'm so glad you're joining us wherever you are in the world. I don't know. Maybe you're on the East Coast, West Coast. Maybe you're in the U.S. Maybe you're down under. I don't know. You know, wishful thinking. But one of these days, this podcast will grow that far. We'll see. But today, you're going to learn about growing a nice garden and much more and about a dramatic change and shift in what we're doing here today with somebody that is so amazing when it comes to changing not only landscape, but your mindscape. An Aries fire sign. It's good. Or air sign. Excuse me. Air, right? Air. No, fire. I was right at first. Okay. Fire sign. You'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. It's coming up next on the Bob Jeswold Show. You don't want to miss. Personal power. People positive. The community of connection. This is the Bob Jeswald Show. Can't, I have contacts and I can't read close up. It's what happens when you have them. They're torque lenses. It drives me crazy. So I'm nearsighted and astigmatism, which adds insult to injury. But these glasses are called your BGDs with their birth birth control glasses, PGGs, what are your your birth control, BCGs. My late father lied. Did I get that out? Is that okay? Did I say this on here? That's what they call them. I don't know. That's what they call, but I can see through them. So anyway, I, I'm being silly here. Okay, enough is enough because today my guest is here, the executive director of the local botanical gardens of Columbus, Georgia area, and her name is Adriana. She goes by Adriana. You can say Anna or Anna. She likes to say Adriana. Kionas is here with me, and she is dynamic. Her personality flourishes as bright as those flowers, as a horticulturist would say. She's here to tell us all about how to brighten your day, 30 acres of landscape to uh, doing fun stuff. Adriana, good to have you here. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, I can it's tell. It's going to be fun. Oh, it is going to be fun. <laughs> we purposely, before the show, it, the best part of the show is in our producer director here, Dylan Hansen, phenomenal young man who's, who loves this whole stuff, was sitting here and he said, Bob, I got to tell you, never engage with the audience or any of your guests, because then what will happen is it'll be more spontaneous. It's true. So here we are trying our best not to really reveal too much about one another and try to see what's going on so it sounds good. But in a short time, we realize that we have great personalities. We mesh well. We know by way of uh, fire sign and the twins here, um, Gemini, if you if you follow that, but, you know right. we, we know that there's uh, some interesting gregarious nature to all this whole thing we're going to find out today. So let's just start out. I mean, we're going to talk about the beautiful gardens and changing your mindscape because when you go out there, there's so much you can do, but learn a little bit about you first. So let's learn about you a little bit. I do know you're an Aries. Yep. Um, I, I'm, I won't reveal your age because you're a woman. I, <laughs> I will never say that, but we talked a bit about that. Uh, you got an infectious smile. Your eyes smile. Tell me all about Adriana. Who am I? Yeah, who are you? <laughs> oh, well, so I am originally from Ohio, Columbus, Ohio. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Which well, is I'll funny. Tell you about my Ohio connection. Oh, no. Everyone has an Ohio connection. I've learned that yes, over the years that absolutely. everyone has one. Yep. Uh, yeah. So I was born and raised in Ohio, um, Columbus specifically, but then my adult life, I was in southeastern Ohio, uh, Lancaster area, which is a little you know, small town. Like Alliance. Yeah. Yeah. yeah kind of like yeah. that. So, um, went to school at Ohio state, got all my degrees there. And, um, my degree is my undergrad is in landscape horticulture proper. So I, um, was, um, a, a total plant geek. Um, but I always like to tell people because even though I, I am a plant geek now, when I was young, I act actually 
hated plants, hated them. So you didn't want to get your fingers dirty? No, it wasn't that I, I, I was in the dirt all the time. Okay, okay. so I just want to make that clear. You still yeah, like yeah. to get in the dirt. I, was a, yeah. I should say I was a dirty kid. It's okay. It's, we had tied and we, our kids just get out and exactly. blow the stink off yeah, you, you know, is what our back, parents said. Back in the day, you yeah. just throw them outside. But uh, no, my mom was so much into this certain plant, daffodils, and she was constantly growing them. And uh, as she, as I grew up, she was even more and more involved in this daffodil world. Well, we already determined that I'm an Aries, so my birthday's April. Yeah. And in April is when daffodils bloom. So, my birthday was. That's it. Just you, you were you were put just, aside. Yeah. You no, know, was that, not important. Yeah, it was it was, was usurped, usurped by a flower. How by does a flower, that happen? By a flower. <laughs> and so so most of my growing up. So even to the point where my mom said to me. Of all my children, you would be the last one I would think go into horticulture. That's how much I really did not like How it. many siblings in your family? I'm the youngest of three girls. Oh, okay. Oh, yep. I'm with you. I got three yep. girls, too. Yeah. So I, and I'm trying to fill you here. So you're the baby. So you're the... This is going to be interesting. So I'm, I'm going to feel that... My oldest, Aries, she's the oldest. Oh, okay. Married with two babies, and I got two teenagers at home. The youngest one... Is, she? she's 14 and oh. she's on fire. She yes. should be. She's a Gemini. And guess what? We share the same birthday. Yeah. Share the same birthday. Yeah. Well, she's That's your gift. Per- yes, she is. Yes, she is. <laughs> oh, yes, she is. So indeed she is. And she's just purposely and to th- tries to be the opposite of all Of course. Her, all and and she's 14. Yeah, exactly. So 14 is like... The 16-year-old's a middle child, but she really never saw that because the oldest one, Brittany, was already out and right. moved on. But uh, my technically, the oldest one at home is, you know, she's the Libra. Got to hit oh, balance. Yeah, no yeah. balance, and we freak out. Yeah. yeah. We, she's, we just she's good for, you, <laughs> yeah. for both of you, I'm sure. Yeah, oh, yes, <laughs> she is. So I am. I, I, I love your enthusiasm. I love the fact that you come in here and you you do you radiate the room. So this is a this is a video podcast at wrbl.com, but it's also you're listening to it wherever else you're getting your podcast it is an audio file. But but what's great about it is if you could only see, <laughs> you almost want to go over because her face just matches who she is. So it brightens your day when you see somebody like you that come in here and know that you know when you see that many acres, thirty acres of of, of just incredible gardens. It mm-hmm. is beautiful. The it's Columbus beautiful. Georgia area is one of the most beautiful ones but are there other botanical gardens they're pretty much in every mid-sized city and greater and across Everywhere. the u.s right yep. i'm Actually, from buffalo new york buffalo yep. has an incredible botanical garden yeah. i've been there yeah you've been there okay yep. so yeah so uh, so the the thing is is that um i actually sit on so let me put it this way. Every industry has their like trade organization. You know, there's gotcha. probably okay. a broadcast one or a, you know, there everyone, you know, everyone, you yeah. sell pens, there's the pen trade organization, right? Well, yeah. there is for public gardens too. And okay. so it's called the American Public Gardens Association. And, and it's a nationwide organization that um, kind of consolidates all these botanic gardens throughout the United States. And I actually sit on the board of directors for that's, them. That's an honor. Yeah. This is great. Dylan, come on. We, we got, <laughs> we, you're listening to this podcast and you're in a horticulture. Yeah. This is the woman you need to be listening to. And she's got the pulse on the country's. The country, yeah. The, the so cool botanical gardens. Yeah. I, I love this. What is your most favorite one? I mean, without. What, that you, Columbus Botanical Gardens. Okay, just checking. <laughs> The bo- of course, all the board of directors are listening to you right listening, now. They go, yeah. we hired her from Columbus, Ohio. Now, did you come from Columbus, Ohio no, down here? No, no. Actually, okay, where I've, were you before? So be, right before this one, I was down in Punta Gorda, Florida, and I ran a, a garden down there. And oh. then right before before that one, I ran a garden in Fayetteville, North Carolina. 
Um, wow. And prior to that, I was in Ohio and doing things in Ohio. So, um, so yeah. So it, I've I've done a lo- I've been to a lot of gardens, and then sitting on the board um, of the APGA does get me a chance to meet and see people all over the country and talk about the issues that are important to public gardens and. You know, and just really advocate for public gardens across the country. So you're right; there are yeah. gardens in just about every city. So this is this is this is big to, mm-hmm. to me. This is like a great thing, very positive. I, I oh, love it this because you're bringing a lot to the table. Mm-hmm. And of course, anyone listening, we got to make sure in this podcast we put those keywords in. He knows already. I know yeah. his wheels are turning. That this is one for anyone, anywhere, because you're yeah. going to be able to share a lot of uh, the cool things you're you're going to talk about. I'm a meteorologist by day podcaster by night ta, ta, ta. <laughs> yeah, ta, ta, ta. and and the, without anything to drink here but except water which we're drinking which plants need water we know yep. that but you know as a meteorologist i know it changes you know flowers certain you know mm-hmm. annuals per, uh, perennials whatever may Very be plant oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to use i course, did some homework before you came in here tonight but what what is this how do you know from is is there a formula look wherever you go once as a horticulturist, you could go about anywhere and kind of figure it out. Like as a meteorologist, yeah. I could tell you the weather up here, Great Lakes here right, or there. Right. What, what well, would you? Yeah. So yeah, there is. Um, you know, uh, every every area kind of geographically is different. You, you there's not going to be the same plants. There's not going to be the same climate as you know. It's going to change. It's either going to be hotter or colder or whatever, and that's going to affect what you can actually grow. Yeah. Once you learn how to grow plants then you can learn how to grow the plants in the area that you're in just by knowing a little bit about how plants grow. You know, they need water, they need sun, they need mm-hmm. nutrients. They, maybe they take a lot of sun or maybe they take less sun, different things like that. But um, so, yeah, as you move across the country, you learn the different ways. But, but knowing how to grow plants doesn't really change from area to area. You either learned how to grow mm-hmm. a plant or you don't. You're brown thumb. <laughs> and that would be a brown thumb. <laughs> I never even thought of that. That's a little bit of me. I tried doing it. The soils here are horrific down in they're, the deep they south. They are not great. Horrific. <laughs> it's not like up from the Ohio Valley and yeah. play that nice rich soil. It's it's very difficult to me to grow anything down here. So should we put any credence into the farmer's al- almanac, or do you are you the one who helps contribute to the farmer's <laughs> almanac, or you guys? Well, I, you know, the farmer's almanac has been proven. Tr- true over and over again that's why it's still being published that's yeah. why it's still out there is everything in it going to be exactly true eh, yeah. you know it, it's, I, I, it's like d- being an aries and a gemini yes. how much do we know exactly about this? exactly there's enough truth in there right. that keeps you wanting to keep reading good for you <laughs> right? good for you and that's exactly right i believe i mean if you're anyone who's spiritual out there tell me if god yeah. created all this he created the stars and the heavens there's right. there's a correlate he made something there i mean he right. made it so it's there, it, there's you something can find there's some something truth there that is truth when you right. meet people under that sign That's there's right. so many personality traits that you can almost attribute to that particular yeah. time of birth so it's just there i there's mean it's no tr- coincidence some kind of yeah there's some yeah. some truth yeah not everything you, if you're an existentialist you're somebody you know you your personality's formed of course right. in one way but you're right there's some kind of preponderance of uh, evidence of somebody's behavior in a right. weird way like you can sit there and say yeah i can see why they are who they are and mm-hmm. that makes sense and you kind of get alerted that way going back to that though it which is neat like you think of Georgia clay versus um, Punta Gorda, Florida, right. Southern Florida, and mm-hmm. you get into that sand, sand and salty then you, sand. salty sand. Okay, which is even more horrific, <laughs> I would think. And then you get up to the rich areas of the Ohio Valley, upstate right. New York. And uh, my family came in from Italy, and they settled uh, in Alliance, Ohio. That's how I was trying to okay. make a connection with you. I said, <laughs> yeah. save that little tidbit, but. 
we, my family, they grew, and a lot of Italians came over to migrate. They did uh, bean farming. Mm-hmm. They did different things. My grandfather's family from Sicily, he was Sicily. Right? And, and so is there that tradition? They come over and they seem to know what they're doing. Why with, you know, and I, you know, I know there's a variance of climate everywhere, obviously, and it seems like everything goes to the extreme lately. And so how do we determine where we grow, what we're growing? Are we in trouble, do you think? Are we in trouble... Oh. When it comes to that, and, and and I know you do more, we're talking about more horticulture, but but knowing this, is things changing? Have you seen things changing? Like, Bob, it's getting more and more right. difficult. So, I'll I say, I'll, did I stump, <laughs> did I stump Adriana? Well, no, no I, it's not stumping me. Yeah, okay. It's just that I want to make sure that um, I separate. Uh, politics? Politics. From, I'm totally with you. Okay, so, so what I will say is yeah. it, it, it is pretty clear to anyone who has to watch the weather and know what the weather's ha- what's happening mm-hmm. with the weather that there is a shift in the yeah. climate. Yeah, I don't a- it, and it, something's changing. Something's right, changing. Right. Uh, especially in the plant world, we're finding that we can grow plants in say a, a more northern climate than than we've they those plants never could grow there before and now they are able to be grown there. So what does that say? Well, something's changing. Mm-hmm. It's warming up somehow. Right. Uh, if those plants can survive in an area where they've never survived before, so, so my personal opinion is yes. The, the, That's the, interesting. The okay. climate yeah. climate change is a real thing because, especially those who, like I said, look at the weather and are growing plants, we are seeing that. We're seeing things. We're also seeing the opposite in the southern states where plants, um, you know have grown before now they're not able to grow because it, it the climate's changed and it's either wetter or cold or um not colder but um too warm for sure. some of those plants so things so we're, we're we're you can literally watch certain plants and and find where they're growing and see them migrating different directions sure. in their their growth area gotcha. so so i in my opinion that tells me there there is something different um, but yeah. I, I also think that, you know, a lot of growing is um, empirical. You've got to just kind of watch what what's happening. Right. You know, it's a lot of mm-hmm. rain. Well, then I don't need to put my irrigation on. Right. You know? Makes sense. <laughs> and a lot you of know? people, you know, being out in uh, dry scape areas, like Xeriscape, the Latin yeah. for dry. When I was out in Las Vegas for many years in Nevada, the Southern Nevada Water Authority did a lot of work with them and stuff. And it was almost egregious where people would just sit there and just, runoff water like yeah the irrigation it's a desert so you need you need succulent plants right yeah and that's the plant with the environment is exactly right they wanted grass they wanted bermuda well yeah i think it was a fescue probably grows better in a higher climate versus but it was so frustrating to see that and no matter how much you educate people they would have the water police out there but they never really would find you know they say they're going to come out there and get you but they would try to educate first and if somebody's just constantly egregiously ignoring all the rules maybe they might give them a little water fine but but it would not often but but that's what you would encounter people Mm -hmm. are still kind of defiant they want to bring those kind of plants does that aggravate you when you does that frustrate you as a horticulturist yes yeah yeah it does because you know it doesn't belong well the big thing is you should plant the right plant in the right place right don't don't live there if it ticks you off you know when people say i want and the (laughs) the thing is that uh, here in america um in north america Mm -hmm. the the actual landmass well the whole idea of a lawn came from europe anyway it's not even uh, you know americans think oh we've got to have a lawn but really that came from 
England. And England has the perfect climate to grow grass. See, I never knew that. Yes. I just assumed, hey, I didn't know that. No, there was no grass lawns. And that's why we're probably sneezing like crazy because yeah. it's not normal to have. It's, it's not. It's, it's not. Like, so, so plant, you know, if you want a lawn, if you want a place to walk barefoot, you know, there's other things you can plant that are better than a lawn that needs all that fertilizer, all that water, all that care, you know, mowing, you know, everything. Sure, sure. So, okay, that makes sense. In other words, don't be my neighbor because I'm not mowing my lawn. <laughs> so you're like, I ain't doing that. No way. Don't be, I don't want to see clumps of grass flying here yeah, and pollen exactly. out the wazoo. Right, and, and, exactly. You know, and, you know, just sneezing like crazy here. Sorry, I didn't take my Allegra today. So, so the, the great thing about, understanding this is that you could probably have like the most perfect garden. So on display, getting back to the botanical gardens mm-hmm. theory and everything serving the board and, and through the nation, like from California, Southern, you know, uh, Florida, wherever you've been, anywhere in the United States, Midwest, the Southern Plains, the Rockies, even mm-hmm. we're, you know, Texas, you're, um, you have a way of being able to maybe delegate or kind of refer or tell people what's going on. So a place like a botanical gardens as a kid, we always did field trips. First thing I think about is your educational programs (laughs) that you guys do. And I always enjoyed it as a child. I don't think who would not enjoy a day at the botanical gardens and they're not little. They're typically, is there, what is the smallest one you know of in the United States or are they generally, do they have a normal average size? Actually, they're all different sizes. Okay. So there's no size limit. You could have a botanical garden that's one acre. You could have a a botanical garden that's 2000 acres. Wow. Okay. So, So. and we're 30 here for the size city. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. It's a great size. That's a good size. It's actually a perfect size for a city like this. It's not that we don't want more land and sure. to grow it, but that's a really good size to get a lot of things done. You can do a lot in that amount of space. What is it about it that makes it such an attraction? Well, uh, it, that's a, a garden like that. First of all, it's beautiful, right? Right. First so, of, okay. I mean, that is an attraction in itself. But I, you will hear me say this, if you ever hear me talk again, we want a beautiful garden, but we don't want just a beautiful garden. We want more. We want okay. we want the garden to be an indispensable part of our community. We want, you know, kids having their field trips, learning about nature, l- becoming our next environmentalist and people who care about the environment. We want to be a place where people make memories. You know, I mentioned mm-hmm. people can get married at our garden. We can have events at our garden and and you know, if you got, if you had a special event at the garden, that's embedded in your memory now. Sure. Okay. It's, it's not, it's no longer just a place you go. It is part of the, your, the story of your life. Right. Right. And so that's a, that's a big deal to be a part of that, you know, and we have volunteers. So volunteering, volunteering such a great thing. And I will talk about being a volunteer sure, sure. later. Uh, let's talk because we need to push it. But, on this but one, but one of the things I love about volunteering is that people come together and they develop relationships with each other while serving a common good. And that is such a special thing to be able to offer people. You know, it's mm-hmm. not just it's not just that you're volunteering, it's that you're also getting something back from it from giving to and this goes across the board, whatever you're volunteering sure, for, right. but, but for the garden too. Because you would never think this because part of this is community and give back and, mm-hmm. and natural ways of healing. I try right. to look at different exactly. aspects of this. That's exactly uh, right. This whole, this whole perspective. Mm-hmm. What a garden can do when you think people get out in a garden, there is something soothing about it. I, yep. I happen to like to be outdoors too. I love doing yard work. I yep. will never hire anybody to do yard work yep. for me. Um, and I did, I'll just say this real quick. I did one, you know, I, 
took forever to put bahia just just a mm -hmm. just a weed type grass at local mm -hmm. but i use it to build up on my driveway and aside because very clay driven and I'm not against grass at all i know I right and i was gonna say and i was gonna say monkey are you against monkey grass because yeah, that's a plant <laughs> right, that's more right. of a, yeah. but i but i just wanted something to buffer to right. stop the erosion on right. the side and I'm with you. And it, and it grows flat. It gr it's green all year round mm -hmm. because it's a weed. You know, it's not like Bermuda. Right. It goes brown and it looks ugly. But, um, you know, but if you, unless you put some rye grass and let it, mm -hmm. I, out west I right. did that too. I throw rye seed on here to be all, yep. ooh, got a fluorescent yard in the, in the desert, even when I was in Phoenix. But it's, it, it's like when you do that, it feels so good and you take so much pride in it. Right. And it, it's therapeutic. It but is very therapeutic. I'm not a psychiatrist or a doctor, but would you say anyone with depression or anything, do you see anybody like that that, come, yeah, that comes yeah. to the garden? And actually, we, we've, we've started a conversation with uh, Fort Benning to talk about how can we get some of the soldiers mm -hmm. to come out to the garden for some stress relief and um, just helping them with gardening. And there's an actual term, therapeutic horticulture, okay. that is out there. People can get certified in it and that. And it's, incredible. it's, a, it's a real thing. And um, I mentioned that I was in North Carolina. When, when I was in North Carolina, we were able to get our... Um, there's also an army base there, Fort Bragg. Sure, sure. And, um, yep, I know that. Yeah, <laughs> and right. so we were able to get Fort Bragg to allow their in-service people to leave base while they were on duty to come take classes and do uh, therapeutic horticulture with us at the garden. And it was huge because, you know, these, these soldiers have been through a lot. And, um, and we're hoping that we can replicate something wow. like that at our garden with Fort Benning and, and make a way for the soldiers to come in because it's been shown time and time again how therapeutic being in nature, working with your hands, growing things and nurturing right. things, especially when you've been through so much and you might have PTSD or a TMI or something that's, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, TBI, TBI yeah. um, uh, you know, something like that. And it's just been shown over and over again that that is very, and, and it's, you know, Alzheimer, pe you know, people with Alzheimer's, yeah. they've been, you know, bring out garden and, and, and they, they get things back because, you know, they remember and, um, so it's over and over again that the therapeutic benefits of gardening have been shown over and over again. Th this is remarkable. Yeah, and, and this is beyond even the, the scape that I was thinking I of here. How I about know. this? I, I told you we were going to go. Hold <laughs> the curtain back and look what we get. We reveal more than just 30 acres of beautiful flowers. Yeah. It's what it can do for you yeah. and, and what you can do. And we'll talk about, I still, we still got a lot of time, but I will talk about the volunteer stuff. Dylan's and then two I hours. Keep, yeah, yeah, two, two hours. <laughs> Dylan's like, hey, wait a minute, I was supposed to have dinner. But we could just keep talking. So I think this is so interesting to me. This is so good. Could you ever see like a, a run or something in there to that people that would change or something mm -hmm. kind of their physical activity? But oh yeah, imagine yeah. running through the garden. Oh or yeah, yeah. We do. We we do a have walk. the whole walking trail yeah, anyway. Right. Um, it's about a mile long, but you know, so you'd have to do a few loops on there yeah. if you wanted to go more than a mile. But but for sure, there there's definitely things that we can do. And we're really so so back to the garden. We yeah. you know. When I, I, so first of all, I've only been here five months, not even five months yeah, you're, yet. You're new I'm brand, to our area I'm, of town. I'm this new is great. You're, to the yeah, area. I had yeah. to use GPS to find this place. I made a wrong turn. <laughs> no one knows where Columbus, Georgia is. You know where Columbus, Ohio is, <laughs> but they don't know Columbus, Georgia. Exactly. You say Fort Benning and then you know where, <laughs> then you know where, where we it are. Is. Yeah. But, uh, you know, one of the big things is bringing me in is that I am 
very big on community par- partnerships. I want I want the garden to make these community partnerships and you know, we all thrive if we can all work together. It makes, you know, when I say indispensable, I mean, we're all indispensable. We all work together. And so, um, you know, finding the things that our community wants and needs that the garden can fulfill is one of the really important things I've been trying to do and just talk to people, see what they want. You know, you you would like a run in there. So, right. You know, so there's, there's just so many more programs that we can do, you know, and not to call Dylan out any, because, because, but I'm going to call yourself Dylan. I'm going to call him out. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Hi, Dylan. (laughs) (laughs) Call him out. So now, okay, Dylan's still, still on the younger end of of the spectrum. So we're, we're going to give him a little pass on this, but he did say this. Okay. I didn't know Columbus had a botanical garden. It's true. I feel like a lot of people don't don't though. It's amazing. Yes. We have to educate. So so yeah. that's the big thing. You know, yeah. we still have a that's whole a segment point. of yeah. our population that doesn't even know this botanical garden even exists. And I say this, I'm like, uh, you know, you hear the term, oh, it's a hidden gem. It's a hidden gem. Yeah, I, hate it, those, yeah, it's, I don't want to be a hidden gem. Right. I just want to be a gem. Yeah, <laughs> just I love a gem. It. I'm with that. That's, that's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. It isn't an interesting spot where it's at. I think once upon a time, that was the northernmost point of Columbus. And right. it was probably, you know, we didn't have all that growth. So now mm-hmm. it's like, literally, it's in the greater Columbus area. It's like in the middle now. Middle, it's literally the middle, in the it, middle. Which it's makes it big it's, growing yeah, out it's there. It's great because everybody could come from the north mm-hmm. to the south to the east mm-hmm. to west and come on in, even the Alabama side. Yep. What sitting? Let me just say you're now seated on this this position as a board for on the national level. Mm-hmm. What do you advise people? Like I'm trying to picture like they're going to say, well, what is this woman from Columbus, Georgia, who's been all around and this and that, and she's on this national circuit, which is great. You you bring a plethora of knowledge and experience. So what do you tell? These other people, like, oh, what, do you, what do you say? Like How do you I planted offer this question? Yes, I know, but it's <laughs> like, yeah, but what would you say? And, and what what are their issues, or are they similar to ours, or mm-hmm. is this a is this systemic across the board? Yeah, so so I um, not only do I sit on the board, but I also chair one of our. Um, national committees. And that committee is called the IDEA committee. And IDEA stands for inclusion, diversity, equity, and accessibility. Nice acronym. And so um, I am very passionate about gardens being accessible to everyone um, to have, to, to represent the broad Mm -hmm. community that we have here in Columbus. Um, I'm a Hispanic woman, so of course, Kionas. You know, yes, Kionas. That's right. We were practicing that tonight. <laughs> yes. We we're promoting the show, Kionas. <laughs> so well, the tilde is over there, so it's Kionas. Kionas. Yes. <laughs> so um, yeah, so I so I sit on this committee and I mm-hmm. chair this committee, but this is this is a thing that is big across the whole United States. How do public gardens? become the place for everyone what what is it that we need to do as a garden to be welcoming to all the different parts of our community not just one segment that has historically been the one that has been there and so looking at those kinds of things and talking about them and not being shy to talk about them too you know like it's not a bad (laughs) word you know it's it's okay to say that we should get more diversity into the garden makes sense Um, because all the benefits it provides exactly as you just said earlier why not we should welcome and maybe really empower somebody even in 
I think even in a literacy sense, mm-hmm. those who are suffering from that, yeah. especially even younger kids are not exposed to good learning early at yeah. third grades, minorities, whatever it is, at-risk neighborhoods. Exactly. And you know, like, if you can um, touch and feel things, then you can experience things deeper, and it helps all the other ways of learning. Sure does. Right? I'm Not big just, on the arts. Yeah. I, yeah, I was an oil painter. My yeah, aunt and uncle exactly. were. I think it helps you express yourself. That's right. As it would, look at my garden. Look how beautiful it is. Right. It is a nice feeling when mm-hmm. you plant something. Even mm-hmm. my simple grass, which I never finished a story. Oh, yeah. Ready for this is what's really going to... I'm digressing just for a it's moment. It's okay. But we, just we, to show I have a feeling this how, might happen. How, more traumatic, yeah, the, the, how traumatic this is for me. I'll let you have a little sip of water. Is that... Here I planted that bahia and everything else mixed with it a little bit. We probably, probably had a little Bermuda near our Kentucky bluegrass. I'm throwing some of those out because I, I read the label. <laughs> I I'm not that good. I'm not educated like you are in this. But but I sprinkled it in there, raked it in, watered the daylights out of it. And, you know, the guy who sold it goes, oh, geez, you know, Bob, this stuff will grow in concrete. You know, it's like one of these kind of seeds. It's just, and did it? It did with a lot of TLC. And it looks so good. So I got the curb appeal when you come in there. Well, we had somebody move in, and they insisted after, during this podcast, was a time we had a very rainy week in this region. In fact, up to 10 inches in some isolated spots in northwest mm. Muskogee County. And, and and beyond that, six inches. And when my area is four inches of rain. Now, this is the south, and people say, well, you guys are accustomed to that. Not in that short a time or not. Anybody wouldn't be. So the grounds are wet. They're muddy. It's terrible. Would you pull in a, you know, I don't know how many ton double axle, dually vehicle with a bucket to put string some fiber cable up on a doggone telephone pole that happens to be right in front of my yard which gives me my curb appeal through my driveway go on top of it back out and put tons of red clay mud on a nice white driveway concrete so now it's going to stain and then you sunk in and you where i hit it nice build up like a brim on both sides to keep to redirect the water away from the driveway it's now has these big divots horrendous it looks terrible and it just like destroyed my work i took it so personal it's crazy no i'm, I'm just yeah. saying it would like somebody going in and when you see a flower die or somebody vandalizes it that's or, exactly right it is horrible feeling and i thought i never and i couldn't figure out why until today talking to you i see the passion when you do that it feels so good now you know my wife could say it or my neighbor could say bob you're a little bit over the top on this thing but i was so ticked off yeah adriana i was like i i, I felt like i was somebody yeah Killed a baby. Killed a baby or something. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So why is it normal? Or is this? Is this I think tip? that's wonderful. Okay, good. I think that's okay. wonderful that you felt that way because yeah. that just shows how much you know you've nurtured something from a seed to a right. plant, and it's and and you take some pride in it, and and it's something you grew with your own hands, and you know to see it destroyed by somebody who doesn't have that same passion or that same care. And it just feels like somebody just tossed that out. Like no big yeah. deal. What's the big deal? And so you're right. No, yeah. that's, that's, I was so, I can't tell you how ticked I was yesterday. Yeah. I mean, all day. I wow. mean, I couldn't get over it. I mean, it was like, kill me. And somebody yeah. else would look at me like I'm crazy, but I, but now I, I get it. I, mm-hmm. it, it does when you, if you're someone listening and you have never planted a tomato seed and watch it grow or just anything, put mm-hmm. a potato in the water and watch the eyes mm-hmm. and grow another potato sprout. It's just, there's something so good about that. I guess that's why we're, we're yep. put here and mm-hmm. where you said it's the therapy in this, which is just one, one of many different aspects or a picture for a wedding or a right. backdrop or just a hike and j- just make you feel good. You yep. know, it does. And, it does. and, and it wouldn't even matter what kind of day, if it's a moderate, maybe a drizzle day, you could still enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But if it's sunny and dry, you can enjoy that as well too and right. see all the insects, you know, pollinating mm-hmm. and doing their thing. That's right. Are you, we, we talked about, 
the environment a little bit. And when I was going to University of Las Vegas, I was finished up a second undergrad and I was working on my um, my seal and I was working for the Department of Energy for high level waste storage. So you had to know past climate and future climate. So I got really into that. So um, I thought, you know, we were in an arena in the government where you couldn't really advocate for the project, which is called Yucca Mountain. Anybody can look it up. It, it's been put on hold after six, more than $6 billion Oof. back since the, for, you know, since the Reagan administration. Wow. I mean, going back way in the early 80s. And uh, it been was halted because of politics. And it wouldn't matter if somebody who was conservative or, or right. on the right or left, Harry Reid, or if it was it's Dan politics. Hell, Yeah, politics. <laughs> it's always, we were stopping this thing. It can do a lot of things. And it always scares people. You think of Three Mile Island, you think all this stuff. But the term came through, which I always thought was interesting, so it would be less contentious. And political would be, when I talk to other kids about this, would be global environmental change. Yeah, Instead exactly. of just saying global warming or this and that, because people right away go, their little thing goes up. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Exactly. But I totally, it, it, you'd be in full denial if you don't see that something's changing in a very short mm-hmm. time period, even though we know, we only know so many years, hundreds of years of climate, and whether right. we do ice core sampling for 40,000 years, understanding past climate, future climate, it, there's something very rapidly going on you know, whether it's how much is human induced, trying to prove it or not, we can't. Right. So I you try to stay away exactly. from that. Exactly. The only thing I can yeah. say is yeah. that we see in, in my own lifetime, yeah. we've seen some plants right. that can't grow where they used to grow. That's an interesting, I, I'm per, I'm, I can't believe that. I mean, I was always wondering about that. That's mm-hmm. a little scary. Equatorial belts are mm-hmm. burning. They're getting rid of it. And that's where, that's the heart of the earth. I mean, and right. if we keep destroying that, I don't care what side of the spectrum you're on. It's just a common sense thing. Mm-hmm. We get antibiotics out of that. We get uh, all exactly. kinds of cleaning the air with it and much more. So and it's, it's getting uh, decimated, you know, which is a crazy thing to me. So what is, what, what is the challenge with that now? So we go back to that again. So when you see that, are you seeing anything even on our, you've been here five months, but from what you know, your knowledge, are you hearing other people complain about that? Like, we can't do this anymore here. Mm. How do you modify that to keep the gardens right. green, green right. and beautiful? Right. Well, you know, garden, especially our garden is a constructed garden. So we, you know, do the things we need to do to keep, keep the plants alive, you know, okay. so that, that includes irrigation and fertilizers and, you okay. know, the things. Is that, that cheating at all or not? No. Because you're no. using what kind of, you're using natural? Well, just, well, you have to look at it this okay. way. When, when, again, a constructed landscape. Because that's constructed. It's not, that it's not natural. Right. You know, we've, we've put these plants, we've brought them from one place and put so them in this other So we place. can enjoy them and know what's out there. Right. Okay. And so we're obligated if that's not really the right word but you know if you're going to move a plant into a new environment you got to give it the things it needs to survive if they're not naturally there anyway so um so you want to make sure you do that now in natural areas that's that's completely different i mean those are plants that are adapted to the area and i'm a huge proponent of planting you know, native plants. Gotcha. I'm also not one who says don't plant non-natives because, you know, my some of my favorite plants are not native. Okay. <laughs> so, fair. you know, right. exactly. so there's a balance to it make. Some, but you got to have some knowledge. I mean, would you, you wouldn't yeah. encourage anyone to go do that unless you know what the heck you're doing. Right. And you can learn this from you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can just come and call me or, well, don't, no. Go to your local <laughs> botanical. <laughs> uh, we don't want you. We got enough to do. Uh, but, but, but to get back to your question, yeah. has anyone here... So, yes, I've only been here five months, and I have already heard people say, wow, we've never seen it like this before. We, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, you know it's, got, it's 
hot still compared to other years, or this is the hottest, or we've never, we, there's been so little rain, or there's been so much rain. You know, I've heard all of these comments just in five months since I've been here um, from long people who have lived here a long time. So um, I can't tell you from my own experience whether things are different here. Uh, I can just tell you that those, those words have been said to me. Uh, but you know, every place I've been, I've been hearing that, you know, when Weather I was in, of extremes. yeah, when I was down in Florida, same thing. Um, you know, when I left, it was one of the hottest, um, summers that w with the least amount of rain with the, you know, it generally doesn't rain that much then anywhere, yeah. but it was, it, it extended way longer than what it normally had. And it had started earlier than it had. So it was an extended season that really was way longer than what they had experienced before. You think of the peninsula down there, mm -hmm. and then you got to look at the tropical Atlantic season. Right. And if you don't have any of the way patterns can set, it could, it could choke and off all the moisture we, or it could be yeah. too much. And yeah. you as a yeah. meteorologist know, yeah. I mean, I, I, this is just my own empirical mm -hmm. feeling from what, when the first named hurricane came this year, I was right. like, what on earth? It's too early. Know, this is way... May. May is the new tropical Atlantic yeah. hurricane season now. Yeah. yeah, I was just like, what? This is way too early for a name storm already. We've had name storms even in uh, the, the Atlantic Basin. Even in February, we had one one year wow. in January because it can even go out that late. That's the previous season still continuing, continuing. If they're a warm core low. Right. So we do know that like sea surface temperatures are, are getting warmer and it can last mm -hmm. depending upon what kind of ocean circulation is going on. And that would attribute to either El Nino or La Nina. Right. And, you know, so we watch those oscillations, the North, the North Atlantic, you got mid-Atlantic oscillation, you got the polar ones now, wow. you know how that, there's I mean, there's so just, there's, and they're becoming, I think what it is, it's always been there. And of course, if we were to go back, we're still in an interglacial time, the planet, but if you go back, it was hotter, sure, it was hotter during the dinosaurs. I mean, paleontologists, right. we know that, <laughs> in 65 million years ago and beyond. But when you get into this, this time period now, where it seems like it's it's just these last 100 years, even beyond the Industrial Revolution, even right. looking at papers when I was at the Bahamas Weather Conference, where people can tell their shipper re shipping reports that there were more tropical systems in 1800s, no satellite data to right. back it up. What else was out there beyond that more than today? Although what we know today, they're more intense, they're stronger in a think. longer duration. So either you have more, the balance is lost. I guess right. that's maybe what... I'm that's trying to say, that yeah. there's, there's no balance anymore. It that's feels what like. it feels yeah, like right. to me, too. Yeah, good. Yeah. So we're on the same page here. And, it, and again, we're not having, this is not a political side or anything. I think we're very straight up the middle mm -hmm. science. Yep. And I think where people get, like, they try to split hairs. No, the good science is always in Talking the about, middle. Yeah, what, yeah. I'm, what we see. Right, exactly. Just and, the facts. And I won't get into COVID. It's a whole other thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's know? right. We don't want to do that. The new executive director, <laughs> no. But but what I, my, my whole thing is, is that we... You know, we we got we have all this great stuff in our neighborhoods. These these gardens, botanical gardens, and stuff. Who came up with this idea? I always wonder, like, where in the heck did that come up? With? And it's an, it's brilliant. It is. I can tell you. Yeah, tell this me. I want to know. This I is need, actually a great story. I need to know. Let's see. I want to hear this. <laughs> at least for at least for this garden, right? Yes. Um, so uh, the Adams family is a family, long time. I won't make a joke. Okay, go ahead. No, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Miss Charlotte will come looking for she you otherwise. Creepy <laughs> and they're spooky. They're not, no, but they're not. These are not creepy people. These are no. not creepy plants. They yeah. are. They are yeah. an amazing, amazing, generous family. Yeah. And um, so 
so they they had some they had land and the land is the land that the garden is on as well as all that surrounding property. The family came here back in the eighteen late eighteen hundreds. Um, they actually had land out at Fort Benning, and when Fort Benning came in, Fort Benning the government relocated them here to Muscogee County. That's how they. That's so I that is know this. I that know is that. actually that's how they got here. Okay, and so they. Um, so they had all, you know, they were farmers. Sure. So they had all that farmland, and over the years, of course, it was developed and mm-hmm. all of that. And back in '99, um, they decided they would um, sell some sell some of that land, um, which they did, um, and it was developed. But in the process, they said, "Wouldn't it be great if we could set aside some of that land for a botanic garden?" Um, one of the um, one of the family members, mm-hmm. it was his idea. It was part of his master's thesis of planning. He's an architect, landscape architect. He wanted to plan out this um, garden. Right. And so they said, this is a great idea. We will donate, um, at the time, 20 acres uh, to build a botanic garden. And the original house that right. was the Adams family house was actually at the place where Lowe's is right now. On wow. yeah, if anyone can look up on a G- yeah, look it's look incredible. on a map yeah, right, and right. look where the the Lowe's is yes. on Whittlesey. Right, and that house used to be sitting right where that Lowe's is, where the it's, garden center it's is, hard to where believe. the garden center is, which is kind of funny. And th- they literally moved that house and moved it to the property it is now, and then and started the botanic garden. And so awesome. it really was a philanthropic thing, which I'm learning. Um, Columbus is amazingly comes philanthropic. to the arts. To I mean, you name it. Arts, music, yeah, music everything. Yeah. Um, the the ability to you know the, the museums that are here. Uh, you know, it's David just Benefield's right around the corner. His house great. and artwork just hangs there, and he's yeah. from he's a local art. And he's exactly, a, you know, world renowned artist, and he's just exactly very giving. Leaves his thing open there with let enjoy yeah. his artwork, and and, yeah. it, and you know that is literally one of the reasons I left beautiful Florida to come here yeah. wow. is because when I saw how much the city cared about their city, they do, and yeah. how how most of the cultural arts have been funded by by family by mm-hmm. individuals and family foundations. Um, and they've just been so generous in what they've done. And, you know, the chance to be able to come to a garden that already had the support of of the, the local community and they wanted to make it better. They wanted to grow it. They yeah. want it to be this really great thing. You know, we don't want, you know, we don't want everyone going to Atlanta. We love Atlanta Botanic yeah, right, Garden, right. but we want them to stay here. We've got a botanic, let's get this botanic garden right. going. And so that's, you know. I like how you say that, bot- botanic. I never th- I thought of it that way. That's So that's that's the term, botanic, you say, because I always think of botanical. Where does the C-A-L come from in the suffix? <laughs> I don't know. I, don't know. To, I just threw that one at you. I don't know. But, just, I botanic get, sounds good. I love yeah, it. Some, yeah, so, some places say botanic, just Botanic, and some people say botanical. Yeah, I didn't mean no. I just I guess I botanical that was is cool. more ver- a verb. I mean, yeah, 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 a verb. No, but I but like the, the way I like yeah. the, it. Makes sense. I mean, it's it's just it's got a yeah. good ring to it, and it's and, and there's more there's more of it now. And now, so the 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 family have any stake in it now to get a board director's right? It, yeah. So yeah, so we do. So we are literally a private organization. So it's its own organization, five hundred one c three. Um, and it's important to know that because mm-hmm. right now we're free and open to the public. But we don't receive any state, city, county, wow. federal money yeah. to do our to, op- to operate. It is all through the generosity of donations, 
Um, we do have memberships so people can buy so a membership and do this folks. So how and do it's they very inexpensive? <laughs> they, and they can do this in any city is mm-hmm. most cities set up the same way or that not all of them are probably some may be city owned some botanic yeah. gardens. So there's like all, Buffalo, I think Buffalo, my hometown yeah. Buffalo is. There's, I, yeah. there's lots of versions of yeah. botanic gardens. Um, they could be city owned or county owned, gotcha. that kind of thing. They could also, they could also be affiliated with the university. Makes so sense. kind of sure. state owned. Sure. We have our own, our state, um, state botanic garden um, up in Athens. So that, you know, that's Makes one sense. version. Okay. They can be completely private like us, um, have our own board of directors, we, we basically run ourselves. Okay. We own the land that we are on. Um, they can be on leased land and have a, a dual relationship where there's a private part that's the actual organization sure. and then work with the city kind of thing. So there, there's lots of versions of how that works. And all of them are good. All of them have their own pros and cons. We are a private, completely private. We own our land. Um, and so... For us, we have our board of directors, and then and then people can donate as they come. We just ask people, you know, donate donate five bucks when you come to visit the garden. We don't we don't we don't enforce it. It's yeah, all right. it's all voluntary. Um, and I always like to say, when people buy a membership, especially when you buy a membership at a place that's free to enter anyway, it makes you feel good. Yeah, you you're you're not only just supporting what we're doing, but you're showing us as mm-hmm. staff and as board of directors right. that the city actually does care about yeah. us that that you know because you could just not pay anything to come but but you do you become a member you p- put that donation in and it and it it gives us like oh people want us Makes here sense. well yeah. it's like tira i had tira martinez on here she's she's uh, executive director over at historic westville and mm-hmm. she was saying something very similar what you just said right about that you, you go to these places they, they offer something so amazing and when you go there, just, I mean, it makes you want to give a little bit mm-hmm. back if something's free. It, I mean, why not? And, right. and just know that you're giving something back to something that's good that provides so many different programs. Right. How many do you have? How many programs are we looking at at, at oh. uh, Botanical? I bet you got, I can't even, I, I already, you just zipped on about 10. I, yeah. I can't think of how many more. There's a lot. Yeah. There's sure a lot. Just put it that way. You, <laughs> you guys, could somebody come there with their own idea? Would you accept it? Like yeah. if they hit something they want to do, like Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. In fact, that's that's literally what I've been trying to do f- since I've got here is okay. to talk to all the other organizations and all the other groups and ask them, what's your idea? Like, what would you like to do at the garden? What What's yeah. the thing that you want to see us do? And what? how can we help you make mm. that happen? And so there, there's been all kinds of ideas. And um, we have we have students from CSU come in, um, all different groups from sure. CSU. We have uh, um, one of our volunteers, our, one of our great volunteers said, hey, I've got this um, young girls group and okay. we yeah. would like to do something at the garden. Is that possible? And so we worked with her. Um, we, you know, we've, we've got a lot of, you know, basically mm-hmm. you name it. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I yeah. could go on and on. I so know, uh, yeah. instead of doing that, sure. let me just say that we have lots of groups who love using the garden. We just had the Springer Opera House come out for a meeting today um, to talk about doing a program out there. We'll have CSU music programs going to be out there. We, so That's we great. just, we want as many people at that garden using that garden as possible. And, yeah. you know, so those are some cultural groups and those are some student mm-hmm. groups, but we, but even um, 
the River Conservancy here in town. They do. Big, they sure. are doing some amazing work in the conservation of our shoal lily, which is an endangered um, plant. Did, I didn't even. You see that grow on mm-hmm. a, on the side. I thought those so beautiful just, white flowers. By removing the dam, did that kind of come back naturally? Do you think, or is that it's, because I, no, they are planting them in there just to get them to come to back get to, them to oh, come back oh, because oh, they wow. are a rare. They were working. They are working to get it on the endangered species list because they're only found in very small, very specific populations along the rivers, and so, um, so we've we've just taken some of their plants and we're going to put them in our garden and we're going to hopefully be able to put a display about the shoal lily and educate people That's why they're so important. Cool. So some some conservation, some you know. So across the board, I mean, that's why I say it's it's a beautiful garden, yeah. but it's so much more than just a beautiful yeah, garden. Yeah, it's not like you're going to walk in and say, <laughs> hey, look at that corn stalk over there. Look yeah. at those perennials. And look, look at, look at the, uh, you know, the sunflower over yeah. there. It's beyond that. Yeah. It, it's uh, When you said, too, I was thinking when you said CSU music, I was thinking like the, show, the Schwab uh, yep. school music. That's exactly who's coming over. Are they okay? Because yes. I can just picture that. We're, if we're you listen have them. to this, how beautiful that would be, yep. even during the holiday time, yep. too. Well, we hope. We are, we're, we're hoping we get them during the holiday time, which brings me, let me make sure that I tell you about well, holiday. Tell, tell now so okay. we don't forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I do want to talk about Volunte- gala a little bit. Gala but and involuntary. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we are getting ready to roll out a brand new holiday program called Shine, a celebration of nature and wonder. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I know. I love so it. so cool. <laughs> I love it. I think at George Duke, there's a song, it's called Shine On. Yeah. I can picture that. Dun, 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 yeah, Shine On. Oh, you come yeah. out and sing yeah. during one I'm of I'm not a good singer. <laughs> You, I'm the wedding singer. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, it's going to be over nine days in December in the evening. Mm-hmm. We're going to light up the garden. People can walk through it. We'll have awesome. some mores. We'll have singing. We're having um, two of the days uh, on the first weekend during the day. We'll have a marketplace that people can, you sure. know, do some shopping for. Um, we'll have hot chocolate. Um, we're literally going to have a s'more pit where oh, you can get the s'more. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, we're there. Yeah. S'more pit, brother. Yes. That's right. Graham crackers, spray <laughs> them on exactly. in and some nice Hershey chocolate. There's nothing yeah. better than right. melted hot a chocolate, chocolate. Yeah, on yeah. a cracker yeah, with no, some, yeah, marshmallows. some marshmallows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's so awesome. Yeah. Burnt or not. But yeah, you know, it doesn't matter. We just, well, yeah, it's so, it tastes so good. So, um, yeah, so we're going to have that going on. Um, we're, we have a a walk of lights where you can honor somebody you love or yeah. remember somebody that you love or, or an organ. It doesn't matter yeah, what, right. whatever you want to honor on that star, yeah, but you can cool. basically sponsor a star yeah. on a walk and get their name out there. And, um, you know, Santa will be there, of course. Yeah, you know. There you go. Come on, kids. Mom's <laughs> and, uh, We'll have pictures and that sort of thing and crafts for the kids, little activities for the kids. It's going to be really, really fun, really family oriented. And it's something that uh, I think, Columbus mm-hmm. needs because yes. a, there's really nothing like it. It's a walk through, not a drive through. Right. Um, so bundle Makes up. Makes it even better. And, oh, that'll be yeah, fun. Yeah. Bundle up and where you're fun, you know. And I don't want to take away your thunder. There's other places that were, there's one, there was a Ludi family Christmas. They had all those lights and yep. stuff. And now that was in a neighborhood in East Columbus. But now that has been, I mean, I don't even know if they're going to bring it back or, or not, right. but there was because of COVID. And I think the family, they, they took all the money raised and, you know, gave it to the, um, yep. Uh, I should say to the cheer. It was the oh no, it's Make a Wish Foundation. That's which what they great. did. It was which is awesome. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. So I'm thinking and I had to think out loud here. So many different ones we work with. Right. And well, you guys are doing this. It, it, the programs that you're starting to build upon mm-hmm. and and right at grassroots. Yep. 
yeah, I know. So it really makes a difference. Sorry, and I know you're not a grass fan, but I'm just saying. But anyway, but this is this is really good. Yeah. Well, I mean. And the thing is, is yes, there are neighborhoods where you can drive through and see Christmas lights. And yeah. This is different. This right. is getting out. This is spending some time in the garden, looking at the lights, roasting marshmallows, having a fun time with your family, making idea. memories. And, and, you know, you can, you can leave town and see that kind of stuff at other places also, but why not stay here? Why not stay here in your own hometown and, and enjoy it here at, at home? So people. That have to help out. Beta club hours, kiddos. Yes. Tell oh, us about yes. some volunteering. And this is a big one because to pull this off, we do need quite a few volunteers. Can't just be you alone. The executive no, director Lord. is not going to do it. We do not want me although alone. I can, although I can see you do it and you do sing too, I understand. I, I, I was able to extract that from you before the podcast. It was the yeah. only thing we revealed about one another. <laughs> so tell, tell us about how somebody can get active because we do need volunteers in so yep. many community things we do. Yeah. Great way to give back, folks feel like you want to do something here's your chance well and the nice thing about volunteering for an event like shine mm -hmm. is you don't have to make this huge i'm going to commit for an entire year to work in the garden mm -hmm. every monday or tuesday um so this is you can say well you know even as a family let hey let's all mm -hmm. go out we'll be elves at the garden <laughs> for the day for the night and you know help out you know yeah. roasting marshmallows yeah. and you know they're fun job fun yeah. jobs they're right, not right, you know yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> you don't have to dig in the dirt right, yeah you don't <laughs> you, have know, to. you just be running around at, you know. But if you need a dirt digger, you'd be more than happy to take but it. But that's yes. right. But we do take volunteers for that as well. Okay. Yeah, yeah that, absolutely. Yep. Right. There you go. So we have a great volunteer group who are regularly at the garden. We could not do it without our volunteers. We have, right now, we have five staff to take care of the garden. Oh the, the garden staff. Wow, that's right. And it's not. And one of those is I, we call her our full time volunteer. She's she's a staff, but she's not actually paid. She oh, just wow. does it because she loves it, and. Um, so we have this very relatively small group of paid staff, and then the rest is all volunteers. Wow. Um, that's how we maintain that garden. So to be a volunteer, do you have to be, do you give a crash course in horticulture or something? Very or crash. Okay. Like, here's a plant, and here's a shovel. <laughs> that's your crash course? <laughs> the way she said that... And I believe you. You're telling the truth, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you like I'm thinking, is she kidding? Is she pulling my leg? No. No, she's no, not. We, she's we not, you're not pulling my, uh, my plant bulb. Yeah, not planting. No, no. We, uh, so anyone can volunteer. It, it does not, if you never planted a plant before in your life, okay. we will teach you how to plant the plant. You Why not? I mean, it's not, I mean. It, it, it's, it's not that hard sure. and it's fun and we will watch you and make sure that you don't. <laughs> do something wrong um you know so there you know there's all kinds of stuff but there there's other things to do if sure. you have a special skill yeah. you know like this is it sounds funny but like if you love to build stuff you know we could use people that can help us you know do some, some construction hey we'll, we'll take a con we'll take yep. somebody in construction field they exactly. can build flower boxes or i mean i'm making that up or and right now i would love to a find gazebo <laughs> you know yes actually yeah, yeah there you go <laughs> Um, you know, especially young people who are trying to increase their skills and they want some real world experience, for example, um, you know, on the administrative side, maybe they want to learn a little bit about how a business runs. They could volunteer and come shadow mm -hmm. our business manager. They can shadow, you know, some of, some of our more, you know, 
yeah. technical type stuff. Not has nothing to do with gardening. Right. Social media, you know, computer skills. We can use all of that kind of thing. This, this so is good to know. This so I mean, you know, yeah. it's it's a business. It's a nonprofit business, but it's still a business. Right. And so we still have those kinds of things that can be done. And we would love to have people join us and you know do some internships and that sort of thing with us. That, so. that, that is great. I, I'm really digging this. I'm sorry, I couldn't help myself. But I love all the I know, I, I, You've heard them all. I know you have. So it's not, I'm, I'm trying to be funny, but I know to you, you're like, yeah, I've heard this 100,000 times. Bob. That's all right. They but haven't. Yes. Yeah, so if you hit $5 <laughs> for every time someone say that, that would really help the nonprofit. That would, yeah. Yeah, that would be great. So I, I think this is something that anybody and everyone could be engaged in. I mean, from mm-hmm. educational level. Exactly. You know, dozens of different programs looking for new ideas. And I'm sure mm-hmm. you're suggesting this on a national level too. So folks, mm-hmm. wherever you are listening from, um, and I hope this just <laughs> spreads like on a vine here, <laughs> <laughs> grows in other markets. Oh, stop it. Well, uh, but I mean, when you think about this, this is, it, it is, it is so amazing. You take yep. something like this and, and a, a botanic level and it's just, it, it disguises so the limit. More. It's, it's so, so much more. Mm-hmm. That, that's what, this is why I love this podcast. And, and it has such a community sense to it. Of course, I have a very big passion in military, so I really like what you're doing with the military because you mm-hmm. think of, you know, you think of horses are therapeutic for a lot of guys. I work with another right. guy with a fishing trip. I had Dennis Smith on here uh, from Darby's Warrior Support Group. And um, and then you you have these programs. You got, mm-hmm. you know, um, so many different ways to bring someone in. And you know it does come mm-hmm. you when you come in there. And at the same time, it, it gives you ideas. It can, you can spawn different things. That that uh, you know that you're thinking maybe I could do this around my house if you're if you're kind of confused what can I grow over here and, right and you guys can yeah help and you with can that. learn it's an educate you can yeah. just walk in here and say guys what can I do with X Y Z you can learn so much and, and it'd be worth giving someone five bucks for uh, not necessary but I think it would be good I mm-hmm. want to push that for you because yeah. they know how important that is yeah yeah and and you know I've I've seen soldiers come in um, through our previous through the previous program I was mm-hmm. with um, on the therapeutic horticulture side. They loved it so much, and it did so much for them that they literally chose to go back to school and get degrees in horticulture. That's that's big. Um, because they 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 got so much out of doing that kind of thing. So so when you go there and you feel like you got fed, so to speak, with all yeah. this knowledge and and whatnot, it's like tithe where you're where you're. That. Yeah. We can tie mm-hmm. that in that way and yeah. just and, and make a difference because yeah. that that money helps you guys buy. It it helps provide, us expand, expand our more programs. M- yeah, why not? It, I mean, it, that's what really what we're about. We yeah. you know we want to expand the gardens, but we really want to expand those programs. We really want to do more. And you know, like I said, we are we kind of have a finite amount of money based on sure how many people donate and who comes in and put drops five bucks in the box and who buys membership. So any, any gift of any amount goes right back into us developing more programs, more things, making the gardens more useful for the rest of the community. So it's, it is, it's a, it's a win-win no matter what. Yeah. There's no question about it. Yeah. Yeah, There's no question. So So as a little girl, let me just, I'll I'll just kind of lighten things up just a (laughs) tidbit here for a second. So for those who are in an audio podcast, let me just describe that she's very dynamic. First of all, I just want to say, I'm not going to make you blush here. I don't think, I don't think you're someone who blushes that easy, but, but you're, she's petite. You got to picture her. Uh, She lets her hair grow long. She's, uh, she's very, you're, you're just, down to earth, literally. And I would say that you are uh, attractive, beautiful young lady who loves what she does. And she's passionate and filled with so much of this uh, horticulture in her life. And she's uh, building and expanding and she's 
providing uh, other great wisdom to other organizations mm-hmm. across the country. And I think that's, that's, that's critical. And it fits your whole motif. You know that, don't you? I don't mean to make it, did I make you blush? I make it a blush. <laughs> a little I'm bit. Just, no, no, I'm sorry. But you do, you got such an infectious person. You, you get, you can, you're someone you know, you'd love to be around and learn from, which is, which is remarkable. But I, I want to make sure, is there anything else we haven't touched on? I, I think it's important that people really, we got to emphasize here. Well, well, I just, you know, of course I want to make sure I mention that coming up, we have our gala and okay. it is our biggest fundraiser. Okay. Gotcha. Um, right. And, you know, all of the money raised from the gala goes right back into the garden. It, it's, it is, it is really how we fund a lot of things. And that's coming up that's next coming week. Up. Okay. Next week. So will you, there be other galas? Do you think that's something that other botanical gardens are going to be doing across the country? Would you everyone, suggest that? Yeah, pretty much. A yeah, lot so of, a lot those of are big fundraisers. It's, yeah. the, it's the biggest fundraiser. They what, do it. What happens at the, this will be, in this case, when you're listening to this podcast, this particular gala happens in the fall here yes. in Columbus, Georgia. Yep. Yep. And like the October season. Mm-hmm. So what what do you expect? What do you see or what do you experience at the gala? So our, our gala is um, really focused on talking, you know, the garden mm-hmm. and, and bringing in garden type things. So this particular year we're bringing in Charlotte Moss. Um, she's oh, a, a cool very, yeah. she's a well-known um, designer, uh, garden designer, author. She's wrote many, many books on gardening. This would be cool to get some idea. Mm-hmm. If anyone's got a new home yeah. or you, even a business yeah. or something, you're looking for something some, to yeah, she's got good a lot curb to appeal. Say about that. And so the, that one's during the day. That's a luncheon, um, and we are selling tickets. I mean, so um, you can go. I think Dylan will probably yeah, put he can links, do that. Yes, we'll do that for that. the short, and we'll do I that on our social it. media accounts. So I it's totally relevant. knew he would. And this will be even for 2022, 2023, yeah, yeah, yeah. 2024. So, we'll so we keep do it going. that. We yeah. do the galas, and um, they usually they usually consist of that luncheon. If you give, you know, if you really support us very well, yeah. we have a nice pretty party for you called our patron party. Cool. Um, but this year and. I believe this this part of the gala will be, even if other parts fade away, this one will probably always stay, and it's called Bourbon and Blooms. Mm, and nice. um, so it's at the garden, wh- whereas the other parts are not. This one's at our garden. It's it's in the evening. It's This year is going to be the first year we've lit up the garden at night for an event. That's going to be so cool. So that's cool. a big deal for That us. and Shine, between that yes, and Shine, exactly. is going to be some pr- pretty exactly. cool stuff. So you get a little preview before yes. Shine to see what this exactly. is all about. Exactly. I like exactly. that. Exactly. Get to walk around the garden. And, of course, there's bourbon. Yeah, and then there's bourbon. Yeah, we're <laughs> and there. And then there's bourbon. And then there's bourbon. I like how she said it. And bourbon. Well, okay, in that case, we'll be there in just a few minutes. And so if you're really lucky. Decompress we, we, with bourbon we, and a garden. That's all right. in one. That's right. That's right. And like I said, if you're really lucky. Yeah. You, we're going to have a, a rare bourbon auction so you can bid oh, cool. yes. on some quite amazing bourbons, including a bottle of Pappy. If oh, you are, wow. If, those if of you're you, those people it, who understand it, the contestant. Anyone this, who yeah. knows bourbon knows yes. what I just yes. said. Yeah. <laughs> one glass, one bourbon, and one beer. No, yes, just, but, exactly. this is, but this is all for a good thing. It is a, and it's going to be a fun night. Bands and right. fun and cake and food and yep. bourbon. You you have to know <laughs> you have to know so much more as executive director. You'd never That's know right. that. Look well, at the listen, knowledge you I have. Tell you, you gotta know I, so much. I have, I have, I don't, I can't even count Beyond. how many times people have said, "What, what exactly do you I, do? Right, what yeah. exactly do you do as yeah. an example?" And I'm like, I can't tell you because every single day is different. It, yeah. it, it can, it can be as simple as yeah. I've got to file some, 
you know, bookkeeping stuff to yeah. um, a lady is in the fountain half naked. I know, yeah, and we need to get her. We got to get. She had too much bourbon. <laughs> she, she's having so, too much fun here, ladies and gentlemen. So, so I mean, that's yeah. like that's the extreme. Yeah. No, yeah. you know, because it's just it's, and I think that's why I love it from so policing. Yeah, it's your personality. I could see that you you are perfect for what we need here in our city. You've been at this given time of this podcast, you know, I, you'll be listening to years and years. It'll probably be, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have you. We'll be around. We'll have you back. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have you back. But the, the thing that's so important is that you are engaging and you have that personality that you can multitask. You're open to different ideas. You can't be closed-minded. Mm-hmm. It's no. funny how somebody in this position it would that takes to bring us to the next level mm-hmm. and and you're certainly doing it and at a national level which i which i think is even better than that yeah. and the fact that you sing because you understood <laughs> how to talk in this microphone <laughs> dylan was trying to we set up our guests we always tell them never put your head far away from the mic and i appreciate yeah. it by the way yes. and then when you go here <laughs> have and i she, done okay Bill, dylan can i, can I <laughs> okay. tell you is, is what's so amazing about her when dylan came in here he was telling her hey look adriana you, you have to uh, make sure you know because that's what he's doing he's because doing his job. his job and she sat there she didn't kill the buzz at the moment she wasn't a buzz kill for dylan she just sat there and she goes she's good she goes well I, she goes i do sing so it's good yeah she says you don't have to worry about that i know <laughs> but you know how to control a microphone so um i'm not gonna sing oh. <laughs> And she reads, she plays, she's a good chess player too. She understands the next move. She knew exactly where I was going with that. <laughs> she did. So you that have to invite me back Grace on. Can, you invite me back I will. on. I will sing for you. That with bourbon. Oh, will she? Okay, I'm holding that to you. I'm holding her to it. I am holding you to it. But you have to sing with me. You, I will. I will. I'll, I'll sing. When I did musicals in high school, because I was a theater major too, I did that oh on gosh. the side. I did Flowers for Algernon. So and I did Music Man. I played Charlie Danville Salesman. And when I did, uh, you know, the choo-choo's coming and it's mighty clear. Woody's here. But Look I didn't sing. But that was my version of singing. And everybody I had a chorus behind me. Right. So it's, I drowned me out a little bit. So I sounded good. But I never could hold a tune. That was about my tune. And then, and then I did more drama. So I did Flowers for Algernon was the last thing I did. But it was a drama play. So. I enjoyed that with the, Cliff Robertson did that in 1969 called Charlie. Yeah. So speaking of all that stuff, you uh, you were perfect for this position. Oh, we you. love that you're here in our time. Hope you're here for a long time. I do too. I really That's my do. Plan. Good. <laughs> I hope you do. You need to put ready for this. You need to put roots down here. <laughs> How many more can you get? God in Almighty! I just I just I'm gonna <laughs> think what other ones I could come up with, but it's great. But anyway, but you're you're just a I love it. You're ball of energy. You're a lot of fun. You're petite, all wrapped in one, and and you just you, you just infuse all this just great things, and you, you you bring a lot of good things here. So we're we're excited to see what's to follow. Me too. Shine's going to be awesome. It is. And, and so is the galas and many more. And we're also looking for your ideas out there. So if you have anything for Adriana, and she can take this and spawn it off to, mm-hmm. to any other uh, botanicals across the, the country and the nation because mm-hmm. she serves on, on a board in many capacities, not only as a board member, but you're a chair person for Ideas Committee and much more. You are awesome to do that. And so if anyone has ideas too, please look Adriana up and and. Shoot come them her way. Me. Yeah, come visit her. And if you can't, just email her. We'll have all this here, of course, at the bottom of this podcast. Adriana, any final words? I leave it to you. Oh, thank you. Well, thanks. Thank you okay. for having me on. But no. also, come to the garden. That's it. We, we don't want to be hidden anymore. Couldn't help with the Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. When they're, you know which one I'm talking about? Woodstock. Right. Goes, come to the garden. <laughs> yeah, although they're talking about Madison Garden. But, not, you know, but anyway. So, Thank you. Adriana Cox, give a round of applause. We appreciate everything, and we appreciate you at home for tuning in here. This is a great way to give back to community. Um, you can you can make donations. Please do that to your local botanical gardens. It's it's a great thing. I mean, as she said, especially the nonprofit ones, um, I'm sure even the state-funded and others would appreciate that as well, to expand programs, educate, learn, 
enjoy. It's all there for you, folks. I can't wait to go there. I'm going to begin. We'll do a little weather live there too soon. Yes. Okay. Okay. So uh, learn about our executive director and much more every week at seven o'clock, six central mountain time, wherever you are, you can catch us on different platforms, wherever you get your podcast. Maybe you get it through iHeart, Spotify, or Apple. Check it out there. You can get the Bob Jeswold show. Just download it. Of course, also at uh, my social media accounts, as I just said, we'll put a little snippet on there, Adriana. It's going to, it's going to have us doing a little funny moment. Dylan will put it together at B Jeswold. WRBL Twitter, Facebook, Bob Jeswald, WRBL, and Instagram, as long as it doesn't get shut down from a whistleblower. And, <laughs> that, of course, I'm stretching here. We don't know if that's the truth. We don't know that. It could have been something else. could have been something else. So anyway, but we thank you for tuning in here and listening. And more than anything, thank you. And always remember, take it off of thyself. Give back a little something to community, whether it's through a volunteer program, whatever it may be. That's what the Bob Jeswald Show is all about. And learning more about keeping your body in check, health and nature. We're there for you. Happy gardening. <laughs>